I'm Jamie, a.k.a. Scumboy. I'm Andrew Walsh, a.k.a. Bat Phantom. I'm Kevin, a.k.a. Neon Nazgul from the Operation Pug Podcast. A proud member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual host. Check out all the podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 311 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. I said it that way on purpose so Willie could not accuse me of making promises for other appearances. You heard that correct today. Chris has given away four tickets to the 311 cruise coming up this summer. There's Rock out with your favorite band. Three, yeah, there's a 311 cruise. Yep, totally a 311 cruise. And Chris is giving away four tickets. Come in and make sure you're listening on the half hour. Uh, evidently, we've graduated from Sunday morning internet talk show to Sunday morning radio talk show. What does that mean? We have less listeners on terrestrial radio on Sunday morning because everyone's in church. You are correct. Is this is this radio announcer, Willie? Is this the new gimmick? This gimmick has always been here. I don't, I'm sure what you're talking about. I'm so confused. Um... So remember, listen at the half hour and you could win your tickets. This Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Now we need like that obnoxious air horn. Like the air horn chorus afterwards. This is where your soundboard should come in handy, Chris. I don't have an air horn button. But you know what this voice also reminds me of? And coming up on the stage next is Candy. There you go. It doesn't shock me that Willie would have a uh, stripper club DJ voice. I feel like it's only appropriate that Willie has a stripper club DJ voice. Why wouldn't yeah. he have one? What's wrong with that? Everyone loves stripper clubs, right? That's what I'm told. I mean, I mean they have pretty- really good buffets. Did I tell this story before? I've never eaten food at a strip club. I I don't know why people are always talking about food at a strip club. Why? You should. (laughs) Just in case I did tell this story before, I'm going to make it quick. This one strip club I went to, it was about 2.30 a.m. 70% of the people in there were eating from the breakfast buffet. 70%. I can understand a few people, but that many out of all of them, what is wrong? What time did you say it was again? About 2.30 in the morning. I mean, I guess sort of it could be breakfast, depending on what time your shift is. I mean, you go to But IHop. it's still a strip club. Maybe they just like a little uh, showtime with their food time. I don't know. I'm not touching strip food buffets. I mean, personally, I, 70- like, I like eating dinner while I'm watching TV sometimes. So, I mean... This is just live entertainment. You just don't, you just don't tip them with the sausage links. That's all. You got to tip them with the cash. I mean, I'm sorry, this is not medieval times transformed to medieval titties. But it should be. <laughs> well, I think you just you know came how up much with... money they would make. Yeah, there's the new strip club you need to start, Willie. There's medieval actually a building. Titties. There's a building down the road that looks like a castle that used to be an ice cream place that's no longer used as an ice cream place. Willie, do you want to come invest in medieval titties with me in Fairmont, West Virginia? Next up on stage is Guinevere. Shake them medieval titties. <laughs> There we go. See? <laughs> Here's the plan. We're making a strip club called Medieval Titties. Business plans brought to you by ATGN. No one better no one better get in on this before us or they're assholes. My bad. I already started. Oh shit. Who owns the domain Medieval Titties? I don't want to look Let's it up. see <laughs> if your sword can penetrate these chastity belts. There's a did sword in the stone us? stone joke to make somewhere too. Did you did you guys miss us? Is this <laughs> is this how you wanted to start your Sunday? Of course. It doesn't matter if they wanted to start their Sunday off with this. It's how they're getting it. This could be a lot worse. I mean, we're just coming up with business ideas here. We're trying to figure out how to be legitimate business people. It's true. And honestly, like, I know so many people who would strip at Medieval Titties. So the name alone. Well, uh, give me their name and number and uh, tell them I'll be in touch with them to check them out, see if they're good enough for it. Willie has a couch that they need to come sit on for uh, interviews. I'm meaning it's it's both male and female. I don't judge either way. Hey, I can I can have two separate sections. Why not? If we have a strip club called Medieval Titties, can we also have a vagina couch in it? Just to take this back <laughs> a couple episodes. In I mean, VIP room one. 
<laughs> yeah. Maybe, uh, so that one will will be the vagina couch, but then we also have to have the dick and balls couch. I don't know if you're too. Uh, I mean, I would definitely have to see the design of it to see if it's going to be comfy to sit on. I mean, that, that's fair, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's totally fair. fair. It's got to be comfy. I, I mean, function over form. Well, that one is actually far probably more comfortable than the vagina couch because the vagina couch is kind of more like a stool. It kind of just like folds in on itself, but the dick and balls couch is actually like you got the two balls as the pillow and then it's long. So, but, th- but the big problem with that is you're gonna have a lot of people farting on that dick, and um, yeah, I don't like it when that happens at all. You have a lot of people farting on that vagina too. You, uh, my joke works a lot better. <laughs> Come on, Chris Bachman. They're both awful. Happen. Both awful. Vagina couch. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, we got to make it. We got to make it open for everybody. It can't. Everybody likes titties, so medieval titties works. But you got to make it. If if you're gonna have both men and women and in between everybody stripping at it, you got to make sure everybody's comfortable. You know, I'm probably gonna separate the two sides. Like, you know, you know, kind of keep because I don't think. I mean, because if I keep them open to both sides, just every you know, guys and girls just going around the floor all willy nilly. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's gonna that's gonna separate my you know uh, audience base. You know, people to come in. I mean, some people probably wouldn't want that. So I'm trying to you know please the most amount of people that would come in. You know, business sense. <laughs> He's putting a lot of thought into this. <laughs> I, can't, I, mean, I, I wouldn't one. mind it. He's put I mean, thought into it. I mean, uh, I kind of like the idea to maybe have a sister site that is fully open for both. That's not a bad idea. You heard it here first. Uh, but for the main, no, you can't. Head on over to, I can't say that. I got to look and see if the domain's there <laughs> too, for joking purposes. I don't want to accidentally send people to something terrible <laughs> as a joke. Dick I mean, slaps and jumping jacks. Oh, ew. Nobody. Nobody wants that. Nobody owns it. You can go check out medievaltitties.com. <laughs> yeah, the better question is is it available so that Willie can. Chris now it? owns it already. I haven't yep, even looked. <laughs> I it doesn't. Can't. It doesn't come up as a domain. So, would you put it past Chris to go ahead and just snatch it up right now? Well, I mean, I if will you look do, and see what you is can available. reroute it to Gunna Geek. Yeah. Oh yes, I'm sure Stephen would love people that are looking for boobs that somehow get redirected <laughs> to Gunna Geek. He's not going to complain about traffic, no matter how we get it. Hold on a second. Let's I've, just be honest. <laughs> all right, honest question here. For real, uh, jokes aside, can can is there anything like <laughs> it, if? If Steven did not like this, is there anything he can do to make it not redirect to his site? Yeah, Willie, right there, Chris. Willie, Chris for the low, fine. low price of eleven ninety nine a year, you too can own MedievalTitties.com. <laughs> if you want, there's also the .org, the .biz, the .online, the .pro, the .love. Those are all is available, that, too. Is it L-U-V or L-O-V-E? L-O-V-E. There's MedievalTitties.club. Oh, there you go. That's, That's even better. You're the Medieval Titties yeah. Club. And uh, Willie, to your question, I don't believe there's anything anybody can do to stop a redirect if you don't own the URL. Yeah, I was just kind of curious about that. And if yeah, you- if somebody buys a URL and it redirects to your site, there's nothing you can really do about it. Because I remember I- somebody did a joke and there it was an it was like an awful URL and it went to a politician's website. And I believe it still works. I can't remember who it was. Like it was Ted Cruz or something. It was some something like my dad's the zodiac.com and it redirects to his website. <laughs> and I don't think there's anything I don't think there's anything you can do to it if you don't own the URL. And Willie, you can also get medievaltitties.world for two bucks. Oh, there you go. You could be Mr. Worldwide. Medieval Titties World could also be the name of the business. Where's my sunglasses? <laughs> Medieval Titties Worldwide. There you go. So uh, while we're talking about all this stuff, you guys feel free to buy up those domain names right now. <laughs> and then try to sell them back to Willie later. I'm sorry. I'm just picturing my life and just owning this club. <laughs> so oh so paint the picture God. for us, Willie. I'm going to lean back. You paint this picture. I'm curious to hear what it's like. So let, let's go and we're going to flash back to it. And since I don't have a flashback sound, this will just be the most Uh-oh. appropriate. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be a flashback. It'd be a flash forward deck because this is going to happen. But Here's how I'm seeing it. Since I'm such a benevolent person, everyone's going to love me in this club. To the bartender, to the strippers, to the DJ, everyone. I'm going to walk in and everyone's going to have a big old smile saying, Welcome, Willie! And then some medieval titty shakings. And DJ's going to be going... 
And the bartender said, what can I pour for you, buddy? I'm like, I don't drink. I won't take anything. But you keep doing a great job over there. Oh, it's going to be so good. You're going to make it rain when you walk in? No, I'm trying to keep money for this goddamn place. What are you talking about? Well, that that money. Strip clubs are actually a very good investment. Not that I've seriously looked into it. <laughs> seriously looked into it, eh? <laughs> there is a great... Uh, a great life lesson that uh, Scarface has taught you. Don't get high on your own supply. Exactly. So, so I don't, don't think don't I'm going to be paying for the thing I own. I'm pretty sure I can just. Well, if you're dating, just no, I think the rule there would be don't date the strippers. Yeah, well, obviously. I'm not going to date one of the strippers. I mean, that's just weird. But I mean, you could still pay them extra money so that they do a better job. I like, thought you were about to say, pay him extra money for some whore. And I was like, God damn. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Willie, come on now. <laughs> There's another good um, a piece of advice that uh, I believe it was Chris Rock that has said this. There is no sex in the champagne room. Also that. That was one of his tracks. This is true. I mean, this is uh, some sure titillating conversation here, guys. I'm glad we had this conversation on Willie's Future Strip Club. And Willie... I, for one, can't wait to hear about it. When you get the store, the uh, club open, we'll do a live show there. It's true. I mean, are y'all going to come to it? I will come and do the live show with you. I will. Live I will podcast back. show, not live stripper show. Just clar- I, clarifying. I will come back. Ooh. I believe document <laughs> to say I will make an attempt to come over to your medieval titties club. No, I'd show up. Bachman? Probably. We have a special sailor discount. <laughs> <laughs> All strip clubs do. All strip clubs do. <laughs> we we get rewards points. Now, you know what the whole funny thing about all this is? I don't really like strip clubs. Neither do I. But it makes for fun storytelling. But if I'm owning it, I don't have to worry about that. I was like, going to say, it's not for you. You're providing a service. Yep. I mean... I'm providing the area. The girls are providing the service. (laughs) Well, I mean, you provide the service that allows them to get paid, which that in turn pays you, which also provides entertainment to people and also potentially provides food and drink to people as well. Yeah. And a buffet reference. No no buffets. Oh, he's ixnaying the buffet. Well, you don't have to have a buffet. Are you going to have a kitchen? Turkey legs. I was going to say turkey legs. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, there we go. But I'm going to make sure it's fucking sanitary. God damn. <laughs> well, we have to meet health code. Uh, Sneeze rules. guards on all the girls. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I was mixing the buffet with the strippers. Sneeze guards on all the girls. <laughs> uh, Chastity, why, why, why is there saran wrap all over your titties? <laughs> health inspector was here today, boss. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On that note, there's there's no coming back from this one. There's no way to segue. We're just going into the news of the week. Take that, Chris! Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet, it's the news of the week. Hello, everyone, and welcome to that part of the show where we don't run down Willie's future uh, strip club. We talk about the geeky and nerdy news that has happened in the past week, and that news that has pretty much been the coolest in our minds. I'm going to start things off because why not? I got to buy some domain names after I get this done. So I just want to get my news out of the way. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard, uh, Rick and Morty got renewed. Rick and Morty got renewed Ooh. for 70 more episodes. That's Rick seven more got, seasons of Rick and Morty. Rick and guys. Morty got, yeah. Whoa. They got like the biggest renewal ever. Well, there was a different uh, FX did one for like Charlie Sheen's anger management. That was like a hundred some odd episodes they ordered at one point in time. Is that still going? I think it's over now, but I think this is probably one of the biggest orders that Adult Swim has done and kind of explains why there hadn't been much talk on the season four front because they were probably doing a lot of negotiating if they were signing a deal for 70 new episodes. That puts it at a hundred episodes, like I said, puts it in syndication territory. Then it's kind of a, a huge deal. Uh, literally the deal itself now what i'm curious about is a uh, when season four coming because we had to wait like two years for season three they gave no news on when season four is coming it'll be at least oh. a year because they literally haven't even started writing yet that's what i've I heard say, too. How, why do they wait so long when they know yeah this well, is new because they don't right know they didn't have they a deal have, they no i mean and don't didn't. swim why they fucking wait so goddamn long no, they know that would make money they've been negotiating this whole time 
I was going to say negotiations are a bitch. Yeah. Especially if you're doing negotiations that would be seven years worth of episodes. Yeah, seven, 70 episodes plus going into syndication. That means they negotiated the syndication rights before the season four shit, which is why it took so long to do the negotiations. Because Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon have to get their chunk every time an episode of Rick and Morty is played throughout all perpetuity. So those guys get checks forever. Does it look like I'm a man who understands how negotiations work? That's why we're telling you. Thank you. You're the best. <laughs> yeah, because lots of people were complaining as soon as season three was over, when season four coming, and they're like, shit, we haven't even started writing it yet because we're not under contract. Because why would you write a show if you don't know if it's coming back or not? Well, and Adult Swim, like Sailor Poland has said in the chat room, they're an interesting place. Adult Swim doesn't do things normally, for lack of a better term, from everything I've read. <laughs> uh, Sailor Poland yeah. probably has a bit more insight to it than I do. I just have some insight from reading a few articles. But Adult Swim is a very interesting place to try and get a deal done. Well, let's go all to Atlanta and scold them for like, why do you not want to do this? I mean... Well, and plus, could, Dan Harmon probably had to convince him he could do 70 episodes, not lose his shit again on social media and do something to get himself fired. I was going to say, I think <laughs> think there's hesitancy because Dan Harmon is a little bit of a, a little bit of a pistol. Loose uh, cannon. Uh, Those are two also, wildly different things. <laughs> He's <there's>, both. <laughs> there's also a, uh, a problem. And the only problem that I'm seeing, and this is me is I could see myself getting sick of Rick and Morty, and it's not because of Rick and Morty, it's because of the fanboys. That's a problem, actually. I fully agree with mm. you. I can easily ignore them and watch 70 more episodes of Rick and Morty. I'm good. I, <laughs> uh, I, I for the most part, am, am pretty quiet on social media. Um, I... You know, I don't actively use my Twitter anymore. The one I do use is is Instagram, and I've pretty much eliminated anybody that would kill me on Rick and Morty there. Um, that's the one I'm most active on. But, like, honestly, like, the fanboys is what kills me on most shows. And the Rick and Morty fanboys are awful. <laughs> Ignore the fanboys and just love the fact that I turned myself into a pickle, Morty! out of there pickle rick we don't need you right now <laughs> but like the fact that i had to walk into a convention and hear more people scream at me pickle rick than anything that had to do with comics was a little annoying well, that's just the I nature of how conventions have shifted though too i think yeah yeah there's also that i just i don't know if i can handle fanboys for that long <laughs> Well, it's the same thing you get with a lot of these Adult Swim shows or shows that start off kind of small and then take over by storm. It becomes trendy and then people become assholes about it because they've got to be like, I'm part of this. And just don't be a dick. Just enjoy it. Yeah. But I, just I am a part of this. Th those fans that are the ones that are being a-holes and just are being ridiculous about it, those are the same ones that like a Rick Sanchez would look upon with disdain. But they're like, oh, we're so cool. We love Rick and Morty. I'm like, nah. Oh. Honestly, most of them are Mortys. Yes, so. exactly. Everyone thinks they're a Rick, oh, but geez. they're really a Morty. <laughs> well, I gotta be a Morty. Oh, jeez, Rick. But, like Sailor Poland said, that's what happens when people use pop culture to validate their superiority. It's true. <laughs> he's not wrong. I mean, he's kind of. I mean, I don't need it to validate my superiority. I'm just superior. This is true because you, you own superior medieval titties. That's the new name of the bar. <laughs> Yeah, it knocks the shit out of um, medieval titties, which is uh, domains just been taken. So I don't know who the mediocre. Fuck did that. His competition was mediocre. Medieval did someone titties? really just take medievaltitties.com? Because that's amazing. I hope so. <laughs> oh well, this is great. Today is a great day. It is a great day for business. Today is a great day I, for medieval I just titties. Wanna throw, I just want to throw it out there. Today is Mother's Day too. So <laughs> yep. Where you? Who do you think I'm hiring? <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, y'all. That's right. <laughs> Willie's here to support single mothers, Naki. What are you doing to help people? I make <laughs> Naki, I made... that pole ain't gonna slide on itself. I'm sorry, what? Uh, oh, wait, wait. No, no, I'm not saying that, that whole to sentence you. I'm doesn't saying... work. That whole sentence doesn't work. <laughs> I'm not saying it to you, Naki. I mean, like I'm just saying, like, if the mothers don't do it, who will? Uh-huh. Good nice backtrack. No, it's what I meant. I, I just saw how it could, you know, I put my foot in my mouth a couple times. I'm just making sure what I said is what I said. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so, Naki, Naki, you know that's what I meant originally, so you can just shut up. That wasn't very nice. Wow. 
rude. You're accusing me of saying that you need to start stripping, Naki. I would never say that. Well, we were talking about television shows that got renewed. Let's talk about one that got canceled, then sort of renewed. What do you got for us, Naki? Uh, for those of you who don't know, I have a obsession with Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It is absolutely one of my favorite shows that is out on TV. Um, it is the only thing on a regular network that I am watching, uh, strangely enough. And, um, it was canceled on Fox. It was announced on Thursday. Yeah, it was announced on Thursday that it was canceled. Um, that Fox was not renewing it because they were going to renew and revive The Last Man Standing from Tim Allen that nobody asked for. And um, that ABC had canceled last year. In all and, fairness, most of middle America probably asked for it. Um, why, though? <laughs> I watched two episodes and I was like, this show is dumb as shit. Because they're the same people that had Home Improvement run for 15 seasons. There's exactly. also the book. Exactly. Oh, Exactly. Is that for 15 seasons? There were not seven, longer. I think. Six or it seven. Was, it was on forever. Um, but there was also the fact JTT. that Big Bang, Big Bang Theory was renewed. So there's uh, also that. So, you know. What, a 14th at, season or 12th season? Some garbage whatever, like that. Whatever. Some garbage like that. Um, yeah. Big Bang Theory. It's the, it's the show that uh, smart people for dumb people. Um, but Fox has a history of canceling shows that we like, Firefly, you know, uh, Lucifer. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Anthony. It was the only show I watched on Fox. <laughs> Good for you. Fuck you, Fox! Uh, and then there was also... Uh, so anyways, so uh, on Friday it was announced that NBC picked up the last season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. They will be showing. They will be writing a, a final season for Brooklyn Nine Nine. It'll only be thirteen episodes as opposed to their usual twenty something. Um, the last two episodes will, will air on Fox the next two weeks, and then it will transfer over to NBC next year uh, for the last season. And um, I'm excited that we get a we get a finale, like an actual finale, because otherwise it's just going to end on a wedding that probably was going to have a cliffhanger because uh, be, Brooklyn Nine Nine is known for their cliffhanger endings. So we're actually going to get a, a finale, and I'm excited for that. Um, the other problem, so uh, during this time, though, when, before uh, Brooklyn or b- before NBC picked up Brooklyn Nine Nine, and they were saying that Hulu was going to do it or Netflix was going to do it. Hulu is the one who currently you can stream off of it. Um, there was a lot of articles written as to why Brooklyn Nine Nine is superior. Well, not superior, but like why Brooklyn Nine Nine is important um, because. That, and it, and people are like the diversity, which is true. The fact that it's gay, which is true. Um, these things are important. But then there's the main character, Jake Peralta, who initially I hated. And I think every and he's really the barrier that everybody has to get through. And um, I'm going to bring that's up the, Sandberg, right? Yes, that's yep. Andy Sandberg's character. And uh, Snurry on Twitter um, wrote a little piece um, as to why Jake Peralta is important, and this is actually like the heart of the show, and as to why um, I fell in love with Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I mean, again, the diversity and the gayness, like um, Rosa coming out this this season as bisexual and having her first girlfriend um, on the show, and uh, Holt being gay the whole time, you know, and him not being your, your stereotypical gay man that they put on TV, him being like the straight man, the everyman, um, was... Ah. was a- <laughs> I like the joke. You're welcome. Um, but so anyways, in a, I did put these articles um, in the show notes. So there's the Ode to Brooklyn Nine-Nine and uh, this why Jake Peralta is an important character. Um, so, uh, but I did want to talk about the why Jake is important. And that is um, Jake's character is a type, a maverick action junkie cop who acts without thinking and consequences and fails to see that he's actually the sub- subversion of the type. Um, these are emotionally stunted characters who chafe against authority and default to violence. And the thing about Jake is that there's part of him who really wants to be that guy. After all, he's John McClane, who's Jake Peralta's hero. He talks about Die Hard constantly throughout the show. Um, so in the next tweet, Jake also wants a connection. He wants to be emotionally healthy. He has friends. And then the series starts out with Jake making a change. He first chafes against, then embraces an authority figure who becomes a stand-in for his crappy dad, Captain Raymond Holt. Um so I'm going to skip past the Holt stuff, but that is a really interesting part um, that I recommend. But time crunch, not trying to not not trying to impede on all this. I rec- I highly recommend that you check all this out, though. Um, 
So on this last Sunday's character, slight spoiler alert if you are not <gasps> watching, um, but it's been over a week, so I'm going with that. Um, uh, so this past Sunday, when this was written, uh, Jake faced a test. Rosa was pinned down at the site of an active shooting. Her compatriots were waiting, helplessly waiting for phone and radio updates. They've been ordered to stay put. Jake, defi- Jake decides he's going to defy orders, check out body armor and weapons, and crash the scene, action hero type style. Uh, he's doing that toxic masculinity thing of acting rashly and instead of working of and yeah, toxic masculinity thing of acting rashly instead of doing the work of having your feelings because he's scared for his friends. But is hard. But that's hard. Holt finds out what he's up to and confronts him. He tells him that he's needed at the precinct. His friends are freaking out in their various ways. The men specifically like that's they're specifically working with the men in this episode and wants Jake there to help him. And Jake says no. He peels away. He's gone to do something stupid. And then somewhere along the way, he changes his mind. He comes back with pizza, talks to Charles and Terry's about their feelings. He talks about his own fears. All of us. And he said, this person here says that they're bawling their eyes out. I was bawling my eyes out, too, because this is not shown on TV ever. Like, I don't I and to be fair, I'm kind of narrow on what I watch on TV now. Um, because I don't enjoy most of it anymore. I have started liking Black Lightning because Keith watches it, and so therefore I've started watching it and have actually enjoyed it. Um, Black but, Lightning is good and terrible. Uh, it, it's a weird mix of both, where I hate <laughs> it and love it. But, um, but this is... They go into the point of talking about, about how talking is doing stuff. Processing your feelings is doing stuff. Doing emotional labor is doing stuff, but not for men, not on TV. Unless you're Jake Peralta and you've got a mentor like Raymond Holt and a show like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And that's why Brooklyn Nine-Nine is important. Like, that's why Jake Peralta's character is important, is because they're showing things on TV that people don't usually talk about. And um, they had an episode... Where uh, where Rosa came out, they had an episode where uh, Holt was held back because he was gay. They he was held back because then there was a woman who was in the running for the commissioner position with Holt, but they didn't want to. But th- she was just there as PR to like have and Holt like stood up and was like, "I'm not going to run if you're only putting this person in because she's a woman, you know. But you're not actually going to seriously consider her. Then I don't want you to seriously consider me either." And so like there's there's all these things that are that a show can be like funny and like the show is funny and the show is um that's the thing is that like humor is still like in the show and so that's where i think people are like well if it's just a social justice show why would i want to watch that well no it's actually still really funny too and there's moments where you see the actors break from their own like because like that's just what happens sometimes when you work on a comedy show and uh joe uh the guy who plays um boyle makes Andy Samberg laugh, like actually laugh constantly. And you can see it in the show and it's great. So yeah, anyways, that's my my long diatribe of Brooklyn Nine-Nine and why I think it's important. And uh, that's it. There you go. Maybe Fox just doesn't like gay people. They cancel Lucifer and he's bi. Yeah, it's very possible. I mean, they brought back Tim Allen's Last Man Standing, which is the straightest show. So <laughs> Wait, Lucifer's bi? So he likes devil's threesomes? He'll basically Lucifer will sleep with anybody he finds attractive. If you've watched that show, he makes no qualms about talking to an attractive man. You know what? That's fair. No one laughed at my joke. Yeah, it's because <laughs> it wasn't very good. That's, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. It, in the in the revival tweets, like following Mark Hamill, Sean Astin, uh, a bunch, uh, I think Lin Manuel Miranda, like everybody was congratulating Brooklyn Nine Nine on coming back. So. I was really excited to see that too. Yeah, the Save Lucifer hashtag is still trending. They're trying to get CW to pick it up because why not? They should have Lucifer should join all the other DC Comics based CW I'll shows. I'll tell you why not because the more crap they add, the more shitty all the other shows get that they have in their it's superhero true. Once world. They, <laughs> once they start adding more, is when every when all the quality of they the only other have crap one good superhero show left right now. Oh, blasphemy. I what haven't watched it? Black Lightning yet, so I can't speak to that. But Legends is the best show they have. Flash is meh. Arrow sucks. <laughs> and this is somebody the on guy, the Starling Tribune. Yeah. I've said yes, it on the, the Starling Tribune. Arrow podcast. I've said it on the Starling Tribune that they're taking the wrong direction in a lot of things and that they caved to the shippers more than anything. Yeah. I mean, I still love them all. That's what fanboys do to shows. Oh, back to Rick and Morty. Sorry. <laughs> 
that's that's neither here nor there, though. I have my issues with Arrow. I think they have some opportunities they can pursue that make it good again. But if you want to hear more about those, don't listen to me on this show. Go to the Starling Tribune and listen to it. I try to keep <laughs> you it. You heard it here. Don't listen to Chris on this show. <laughs> yeah, don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about. But speaking of someone who does know what they're talking about, Willie, why don't you tell us what you mean about EA not caring about the law? Uh, I'm sorry, that's not the quote I put up, but if that's what you want to say it. Then... Excuse me, why don't you tell us about EA don't give a fuck about the law? Thank you. <laughs> There's the exact quote out of the show notes. You can see them for yourselves at bit.ly slash ATGN311. So a while back, I forget exactly how long ago, but Belgium and the Netherlands uh, had a court case go through and said loot boxes are illegal in their countries. Like for video games, they're just illegal. But you think that's going to stop EA? They said, hell no. Nah. We're going to be continuing up with some FIFA. Uh, I'm not sure how popular the uh, NBA brand is up there. But I can definitely tell you the FIFA play, uh, program is going on with their fucking loot boxes. And they are going to put them up in there. And uh, who thinks those uh, loot boxes for those games are uh, a good way of pay to win? depends on the game they've started remember we talked about in battlefront 2 they've backed away from being paid to win it's mostly cosmetic stuff so it really just depends on how they set it up this is ea who apparently have said that this is like where they're getting the most of their money is from loot boxes now hmm but my problem with that is i i keep hearing so many stories on the uh playstation 4 server i'm not sure if this is like a same thing on the xbox people too it might be where people have hacked in taken over someone's account and bought a bunch of like uh, loot boxes for like I always hear like NBA and FIFA. Those are the two I always hear about. They buy buy those coins or something for the game. Yeah. And the person to even get their account back, they have to pay the amount for the store to even to like they kind of hold it hostage like, well, this needs to be paid. But it wasn't me. You know it was hacked. Yeah, but it still needs to be paid. Do the loot boxes or coins remain on their account, or is it the other person somehow taking them? That's what I don't understand how it works. There could be like gifting things that are in there for loot box material or coins and stuff like Mm. that, because they they try to build these social aspects into a lot of it. So I don't know if that's what's going on with it or not. I haven't done a lot of looking at it because honestly, I don't play a lot of EA games currently, other than like my old ones like Mass Effect. Yeah, but but, what country was this, Willie? Uh, Belgium and the Netherlands. The Netherlands, because if if EA doesn't follow suit, they can just block them eventually, right? Yeah, I mean, because they can just much. block the EA servers and say, "Fine, your games can't be accessed in our country." And what these uh, loot boxes do, uh, they offer card packs, and they include random soccer players. This is the FIFA game, of course, uh, that can improve your team and your chance of winning against friends and other online people. Yeah, uh, so it is a play-to-win system. It's or the ultimate system, team stuff. Possibly. If you've played Madden, they do a similar thing with Ultimate Team where you can win in-game money or put cash down. basically gives you blind packs that you can draw from to assemble your custom team of players throughout multiple eras. And there's different tiers. There's like gold, silver, bronze cards, platinum cards, stuff like that that you can draw. You can also win them through different competitions. I don't play Ultimate Team, so I was like, don't really care. But I could see... Uh, where the concern comes from because in this case it is kind of a pay to win thing you would assume the more money you put down the more likely you are to get better players for your ultimate team law of averages and uh regulators including the gaming authorities in belgium netherlands say those card packs are gambling and they're uh, making them illegal but um and yeah for those that don't know in a lot of the european countries any and all gambling sites are banned and so that's probably why they're trying to follow suit and here's the one of the big things. Uh, uh, EA Permish told its investors that it's working to protect their valuable revenue source, which has helped the company grow year over year to $1.25 billion during its last quarter, even without releasing a major new game. They made a billion dollars just off basically loot boxes. Well, keep in mind that basically Madden and FIFA and NBA are money machines every year because you're guaranteed that there's a large segment of their purchaser base that'll go and buy the new version of it. That's 60 yeah, million right there. Willie's saying they made a million without a new release. Billion. Or a billion without a new yeah. release. Well, well without this... a major new, like a, like a, I'm guessing like a new IP or just right. something like, that's not the oh, sports okay. titles. Yeah. Okay. okay. They do the sports titles every year, but without like a major new release, because those are just, those are constant. Because don't right. they sometimes miss a year? Like every Very so rarely. Madden, 
Yeah, would Madden would skip a year? Madden hasn't skipped a year in forever because they oh, okay. now there's been talk of moving Madden to a subscription model, which would be you buy it one year and then you can subscribe to updates for like three years and then a new one come out. That's been talked about. I don't see it happening right now because you've got people that will throw 60 bucks down a year. I buy a game of Madden yeah. every two or three years because I like to play football games, but I don't like to play the exact same game each year just with new teams. And this should so, really worry you guys, too. Why? Because there's a game you guys are looking forward to being made by EA or put out by EA that are probably going to have loot box systems in it as well. So Bachman, you're, you're even thinking about putting it, buying a whole new system for this you're game. You're correct, oh. Willie. I do have concerns on for that. Anthem. And in yeah. all honesty, if it starts coming out that the loot box system that goes into that is for in-game content that's not like just skins and things like that, then I'm a bit more concerned about it. I might revise my uh, wanting to get that game. I'll probably wait for more reviews, things like that. But if it's similar to what they're currently doing with Star Wars Battlefront 2, not the original thought of it, but what they're currently doing, which is it's basically just you make your character look different with these loot boxes. I'm, I'm okay with that. I don't care about that. Yeah, but um, if you learn from this, EA just doesn't give a fuck what you think. Well, that's true. Well, they so have The question is... Yeah. The question is, Star Wars Battlefront 2 is on sale for twenty one ninety on Amazon. Should I get it now? No. <laughs> I still have way too many games anyways. I need to get God of War. I'm playing back through Prototype 1 on PS3. I got a lot of catching up to do. Just jump into God of War. It looks really good. It really does. I got the platinum. Ooh. Well, you've already done everything on the game? Uh, no, you don't have to do everything to get the platinum like you don't have to collect like because there's a lot of we'll get into that into what i'm into yeah we'll get to that at the end uh, so I, in the article willie had in the show notes there was an interesting note that came out of ea they said uh into why they don't think they are gambling the equivalent of slot machines and things like that the exec says first players always received a specified number of items in every ultimate team pack second we don't provide or authorize any way to cash out digital items or virtual currency for real world money and there's no real world value assigned to in-game items yeah. Did you see that next paragraph though? Yeah. It yeah. still it still can be argued because it's still randomized items for money. So you, you can't guarantee your outcome, which by definition is gambling. It'll be weird to see what they say. Yeah, because I know there's a there's a lot of countries that yeah, just anything that involves any type of gambling at all, even like online slot machine games where there's nothing that pays out some of those countries have those sites blocked where you just cannot go on them at all used to be you couldn't play like the video poker even the free versions of them they're like remember that pokerstars.net yeah. and stuff like that yeah. a lot of those didn't work there because there was the capability to gamble with actual money Yep. and uh, i know i'm a broken record but the best system of this has to be overwatch Yes, it's nothing. Just just cosmetics only. That's all it ever is. Well, it's never even cosmetics. It's just fucking stupid player icons. Well, God I mean, damn player icons. It's Blizzard. They're a bit smarter. <laughs> After the whole uh, real world auction house they had in Diablo three, which has been removed, they've kind of gotten smarter about how they handle microtransactions. Yeah. Everyone expects them to have microtransactions like they do in Hearthstone. You don't have to do it, but it helps you out a lot. But everyone is expect is used to that at this point. Uh, Legends of the Storm, or is it Heroes of the Storm? I always mess it up. Heroes. That yeah, I think that also has it in there. But they don't make it as glaringly obvious that it could be pay to win. Yeah. You right. still could, theoretically. But EAs, well, let's look back for a long time. They've been very much on the forefront of how can we get that extra money out of someone. Because yeah. you pay 60 bucks for a game, and they're like, well, how can we get another 30 bucks out of them? It's, it's very rare anymore you see a game that doesn't have DLC coming out later. I think we talked about God of War, or it was brought up at one point in time. God of War doesn't have DLC. The guy was exactly. like, look, if I'm coming back to do any more God of War content, it's for another God of War game, not for DLC. Nice. It's another reason to get it, Bachman. It's, looks, that, that is it looks a good awesome. reason. Yeah. I, I don't like the idea that yeah, we're, we're going to design a game, we're going to put 80% of it on the disc and then charge you for DLC for the next two updates, which is all shit we planned for the game anyways, but fuck you, we want more of your money. And since we are talking about EA, God of War has proven EA wrong. People want single-player games. Yeah, it's true. Well, I'm pretty sure all the spike in pre-sales on Amazing Spider-Man would show them that as well. Oh, yeah, they, but I mean... They no just don't want people to think that people want single-player games because they're not really selling any. Well, it's that, like, I'm, the like I'm living like the early 2000s again. Everything is on the disc. Everything. There's no, 
added bells and whistles you have to download. Well, that's so crazy. <laughs> I'll step out on a ledge here for a second. I'm okay with DLC if you get a solid single player game and that DLC can then add to it also and it doesn't become mandatory. Like some of the DLC they did for Mass Effect 2 and 3, you didn't have to do it, but it really enriches the story. And there's some great DLC out there that they didn't do in the game, but they said after the fact, hey, we need to do something. And there was some great stuff out there, and I didn't mind paying for it because my 60-hour game became an 85 or a 90-hour game. I felt like I was still getting value for what I originally did. But when you go and look at some of these things now that's like, here's a game with a 12-hour single-player campaign, and then a month later, like, here's more DLC to add another three hours on. I'm like, no, this is you just not putting the full story in there. Yeah. Well, what I was thinking of more is like, um, if you think like Batman, uh, Arkham City, let's go to that one in particular. Um, you had to buy DLC to get the costume packs, like for the different costumes. You couldn't just unlock them in game. You had to go out and physically buy them. Yeah, I, think I miss right. the I miss the days of like the Spider Man that was on the PS One. I think it came out in two thousand. Just called Spider Man. So many costumes in it, and I hope that it continues with the one coming out this year. I guess so we'll the fact that yeah, the fact that they have three available in the digital. For the pre-order, I'm pretty sure post-Spider-Verse now, you can't really do a Spider-Man game that doesn't have at least 10 costumes. I think, what was that one that had, what, 30 costumes? I think it sounds right, yeah. It, it was a lot. I forget which one that one was called. Oh, well. I don't know. Regardless, it'll be interesting to see how things develop. Uh, until they actually get banned from being in the EU, I don't see any changes coming into play. And then when that finally happens, I'm sure they'll have to do something. Because the FIFA games sell monstrously well in Europe. It's true. Monstrously I mean, well. It is they football. Do. They do like their soccer. Football. <laughs> but, uh, Anthony, wrap us up with your news for this, for this week. Mine's short and sweet. After uh, 27 years since the release of the second film in one of the greatest franchises of all time, Bill and Ted are coming back to face the music. It has been officially announced uh, with director uh, Gene Parasot from Galaxy Quest. Once again, written by Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon, the guys that wrote the first two. Film will continue the track of the time-traveling exploits of Ted, Theodore Logan, and Bill S. Preston Esquire. And um, the I didn't read too much into like plot details and stuff, but it's basically they haven't written the song yet that will save the world. And so they got to go on an adventure to get some uh, get their mojo back and write the song that's going to save the universe. But it's them grown up with kids. Like I'm so excited for this because... It's everybody involved minus George Carlin. So the only thing I'm sad about is I hope they don't try to replace Rufus. I hope he's just gone and like they give him a mention, but don't don't try to replace Rufus. That that would make me sad. But yeah, more that, Bill and Ted. Just for specification, you mean don't like have another actor playing Rufus? Yeah. You don't mean do you don't mean like replacing like a different character? Like, I'm oh no, a different character. Be, uh, yeah, no, different character's fine. I'm saying, yeah, I don't, I don't want to see another actor in Rufus's trench coat with the ponytail trying to act like George Carlin because I don't think anybody could pull that off without it just being bad. Well, I mean, actually, I wouldn't mind that because what if that's just the look that's actually in and someone, but he's not Rufus by name. I would oh, no, mind yeah, that. yeah. If he's not, if it's not another actor being Rufus, another character, I'm fine with. But yeah, I, just, I don't want to see somebody try to replace George Carlin because I, it, it'd be like, um, when Jackie Earl Haley tried to play Freddy Krueger, it's just it was bound for failure. Nobody is George Carlin but George Carlin. Like it just wouldn't work. I, but yeah, Jackie Earl Haley was a great Freddy Krueger. He was very creepy. He just was given a really shitty story. He was creepy. He wasn't Freddy Krueger. Yeah, he was. And yeah, and a bad story. But yeah, that's it's somewhere. Yeah, it's don't try to replace him. Yeah, put a new character in there, a different guide, whatever they need to do. Whoever takes them on the adventure and gets things started, just yeah, just. Don't don't try to replace George Carlin. But yeah, I, I'm I'm super excited because yeah, in in the crazy ass world we live in, we need two guys telling the world that we we all need to be excellent to each other. Because and well, you know, Keanu Reeves can only murder so many people as John Wick before he needs to do something fun. And I I think he's earned some more fun. I'm pretty sure those movies are fun <laughs> to him though, since he does most of his own stunts. Well, and speaking of which, I follow his uh, stuntman on um, Instagram, and I think they started shooting Tuesday or Wednesday. So, yeah, so John Wick 3 is underway. So Keanu's off murdering people right now as they prep, the, as they prep to go into production for Bill and Ted 3. I yeah, should so, watch those two movies. 
They are damn good. And did you see it actually has a title or is it just a working title? Uh, uh, supposedly the title is Bill and Ted Face the Music. No, no I meant for uh, John Wick 3. Oh, uh, no, I didn't see if there's an official title other than it might just be Chapter 3. What I saw was John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum. Parabellum? Hmm. Which is Latin for prepare for war. Well, I mean, that could work. The way and John Wick that. 2 ended, he's basically at war with everyone. Yeah, with and, the planet. <laughs> and how I remember that from Latin is actually from uh, the Thomas Jane Punisher. Yep. With the, the sickest pocket parabellum. parabellum. If you want peace, <laughs> prepare for war. Prepare for war. <laughs> oh, that was such a good line. So it was well, Tom Jane teaching us all Latin. <laughs> and, uh, and also the other line, I was so great into it. Like, go with God. God's going to sit this one out. <laughs> I love that so much. That was a good flick. But yeah, I, I'm excited because, yeah, it's 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 mainly it's the fact that it's it's uh, Alex Winter and Keanu back together. Like, that's that's the part that really mattered. They could have got Alex somebody Winter else to do the script. I haven't seen Alex Winter in a movie since Freaked in the, <laughs> the early 90s. Because he hasn't been in front of the camera. Uh, you should go listen to he did a Nerdist podcast. It was probably four or five years ago now. It was a while ago. But he's directed like six or seven films. Like he's still been constantly working. He's just been a director. He's the one that did um he did the documentary about uh Napster. I didn't know there was, was on one. Netflix. Yeah, and it's it's really good. It's all about the rise and fall of Napster and um whatever that that Sean kid, the guy that ran it. And yeah, Lars a, Ulrich. Yeah, and yeah, Metallica's <laughs> in it. It's a great movie. It's a great documentary. But yeah, that was Alex Winter. He's done a bunch of documentaries. I yeah, can see uh, more. Stop stealing my music. <laughs> yeah, he's been working. He's just been he's been behind the camera while Keanu's been in front of it. So I'm just I'm excited. We need to be more excellent to each other. Uh, well, I mean, to cool people, what, let's let's be excellent to cool people. But those weird assholes, we who, can just who is the them. judge of who is cool and who is not cool? Then Willie, me. Oh God, we're screwed. <laughs> we're all screwed. We're all two screwed. billion people. <laughs> we're, we're all screwed. But that does wrap up. Our news of the week before we start wrapping up the show, though, this is that part where we like to remind folks that the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast is, in fact, part of a network of shows that you can find over at gunnageek.com. There's 25 plus shows on the network that cover a variety of topics. And each week we try to give you a taste of one of their show and say, hey, hey, you guys might want to go check this out. So, Willie, what are we giving folks a taste of this week? What? Okay. I'm messing with you. Ah, I'm messing with you. I see what he did there. You're a real son of a. I don't know. Biscuit eater. Biscuit eater. There you go. I got to stop talking now. I'm not allowed to talk anymore. Ah, let's see. Let's see. What am I going to... Ooh, let's bring it back from earlier. Coming up on stage next is the Pop X cast. Episode 76. Avengers Infinity War spoiler review and more. It's here. Finally. Team Pop X uncovers Infinity War. And all the mysteries that fans have been predicting, anticipating, and theorizing about. What will be true? What will be unexpected? Are the fans truly ready for the impact this film have on the future of the MCU? What are the Easter eggs? All this and more will be explained. And just a warning ahead of time, there will be spoilers! So, spoiler alert warning in effect on this episode. And after that, we will have Guinevere on stage. Remember, tip everybody at Medieval Titties. Back to you, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> I, think, I think I say thank you there. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, thanks for that, Willie. Go check out Pawbacks Cast and all the other great shows that are on the network over at YourWelcome.com. <laughs> Looking at the time, DJ promo reads. All right. Looking at the time, we have about nine minutes left until we hit our hour long mark, which we tend to blow through by a couple minutes, but we're going to try and be close to it this week. So we wrap up the show with a little bit called What I'm Into. It's our chance to share with you guys who are watching live or listening at a later date just what kind of stuff we've been getting into so that maybe, just maybe, you'll want to check it out yourself. Let's see. Uh, Anthony, why don't you kick us off this week? I was going to ask, the promo meet reminded me, have we heard Naki's thoughts on spoiler-rific uh, Avengers yet? No, I has wasn't she, here last week. Has she seen it yet? I have seen it. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, what I've been getting into. It right after I saw it. <laughs> did, yeah, but have you talked about it on here? No. no. Uh, that's what I thought. Yeah, she uh, said she hated it. 
what I've been getting into is uh, I haven't put the cards up yet. I have them, but I haven't posted them yet. Uh, uh, taking the lead in the new new month of the new season of the Fantasy Comic League. So Chris is in third in his league, I see, because he's not as good as I am. But I'm in first, so i got to put my cards up Wait, later. wait, who won their league last season? Uh, we both did. Okay. No, <laughs> no one cares about that league. It's, not, it's, the le- it's the least important league is the Comic League. No, the comic league is the most important league because goddamn the fucking movie league. I cannot do anything in that league. It's I'm I'm dying on there. Slow, slow deaths. But um, yeah, I got my movie pass uh, showed up this week, so I went and saw my first movie yesterday. I went and saw a Quiet Place, which I was really shocked. It's you know been out for what almost a month, and there were forty people there on the Saturday matinee. And other than the three assholes on their phones, it was a really good flick. I was I was excited. Like uh, John Krasinski, like he's right up there with uh, Jordan Peele for. First time director. That was a damn cool movie. Like I'm, I'm, I'll definitely, I'll watch it again at some point. Just maybe not in the theater. It'll be a nice, quiet one to watch at home. But yeah, the sound editing on that on that film is amazing. Um, yeah, I saw that. I got um, my uh, Incredibles two art of book showed up in the mail this week. So I've been flipping through that. It's gorgeous. And then, um, damn, there was something else big that I can't remember now. But the cool thing is, is that I, I had the, I bought Grodd. On the the Funko Pops because they had the Comic Convention Summer Exclusion one, but I never took him out of the package because it was the you know, the nice exclusive one. But I finally had a reason to take him out of the package because I got a friend for him. I uh, uh, sent a Funko Pop up north to Canada, and uh, the Funk Foundry took uh, the the very shitty Doomsday Pop from Batman vs Superman that was god awful and looked like a Goomba and was just hideous and. Uh, did a little uh, nice makeover on it, so that's why earlier in the show I was doing the dun 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 because I got motherfucking King Shark now. Funk Foundry made me a custom Funko Pop where they turned Doomsday into King Shark, and like he's got the claws on his hands and his toes, he's got the gills on the side of the head, he's got a mouthful of razor sharp teeth. So yeah, I need a little flash pop now to to have running away from these two because. Yeah, he, he turned out gorgeous. Giant dorsal fin on the back. Like, he's super cool. Like, Funk Foundry did a badass job. I'll be putting it up on my Instagram today. But yeah, got those. And yeah, it's been a good week. And yeah, I'm going to go see another, probably going to go see um that new David Tennant movie tonight. Planning on, yeah, using my movie pass at least three or four times this week. And then, uh, yeah, since I've got that, I'll eventually be seeing Black Panther and Infinity War again in the theater. But while I'm waiting for that, I started my uh, a, a rewatch of the entire MCU in chronological order. So last night I watched Captain America, the first Avenger, and god damn, that movie's still solid. It still holds up so well. And uh, I had started very different ideas on that movie. <laughs> Apparently. That movie was amazing. That movie but then uh, I also got, I started, I uh, watched the first half of Iron Man before I went to bed, and that movie's still basically perfect. But yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rewatch all of them, and actually I'm going to re rank them as I'm going through because it's been a while since I've actually just watched the entire MCU. So I'll watch every one of them again. Rerank all of them and then go see uh, Black Panther and Infinity War again. So, yeah, it'll be a fun couple of weeks. And then, uh, yeah, Friday, I got my tickets. I'm taking off work at 11. I'll be seeing Deadpool at 1230. Supposedly, it's pretty good, too, based well, off the early reviews. It's Deadpool. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Uh, I'll go next because yep. my stuff's pretty short. I've still been playing Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze on my Switch. It's still a fun game. Went and used my movie pass to go see Avengers Infinity War for the second time yesterday. Yes, Willie? Isn't the Tropical Free... Wasn't that that's a Wii U game? It was a Wii U game and then it? was ported over to the Switch. Because, yeah, that's what they ah. have to use. Because, yeah. It's still... I never had a Wii U, so this is my chance to play it. And it's been lots of fun. Other stuff I got into. I pulled up my DVR yesterday because I hadn't been on watching TV much this week. And at the top of my DVR list, I saw I had recorded a new episode of BattleBots. I didn't even realize it was back... BattleBots is back on Discovery Channel now. So if you like robots fighting each other with fire and explosions and cool stuff <laughs> like that. Yes. Did, how 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 did the DVR know to record it if you didn't know it was coming back? So I had set up a season pass recording when it was on two years ago. And I never deleted that season pass recording. So it picked nice. it up when the new season started. Well, Skynet's coming for all of us. Skynet Jesus is coming for all of us. And what is pretty cool this time is they've changed the format up for BattleBots a little bit. Instead of actually starting with the tournament, they're basically doing fight night each week where they have a bunch of fights on the card and the winners and losers of those cards are assigned points. They're then used to seed a tournament 
later in the year. So it's like fight night with battle bots right now. So you're getting random pairings that you've never seen before. And it's going to be really interesting to see how, as the season progresses, these robots that get destroyed in the dome, they're able to then repair or repurpose somehow to keep fighting. It's going to be a real test of these guys' engineering skills to keep them running throughout the year. So, uh, yeah, go check it out. It's on Discovery Channel now, so it's probably available on demand with whoever you have through cable, be it streaming cable, land-based cable, God knows what. And that's pretty much all I've been getting into. Willie, what have you been getting into? Got the platinum for God of War. Uh, early, yeah, yeah, you don't have to collect everything in the game to do it. But Jesus Christ, you have to fight all these goddamn Valkyries. <laughs> God, and those Valkyries are no joke. You're fighting Tessa Thompson? Once you beat all the Valkyries, then you have to fight the Queen of the Valkyries, which is pretty much like an optional boss at the very is like an in-game boss. <laughs> There's Brunhilde. <laughs> and uh I'm not I'm not I'm not ashamed of admitting it, but I did do it. I did put it down to easy mode to beat that boss. Cause goddamn, I didn't want I lost twice on easy mode to this. Wow. That should tell you how hard this fucking person Hey, I'm is. not gonna shame anyone for putting it on easy mode. As long as you're having fun, who cares? All my PS3 games that I'm going back through and replaying, I'm playing them all on easy mode. Just it's fun. What what I don't get the fun of playing something on super hard and it not being fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Easy mode's fun. Like that's that's why you have the games anyways for enjoyment. <laughs> I mean, I'd be oh, normal. They were like no, like normal mode was perfectly a okay. There was nothing that really you know like um. I, of course, I died a few times and, uh, and throughout the story, but I mean nothing like was like frustratingly like made me like I'm done with this fucking game. Nothing was like that. None of those 45 minutes of dying 97 times in a row. And why the fuck can't I get past this? Now, if I went to the uh, give me God of War mode, where pretty much even like the first enemies you you fight will like kill you in two hits. I think I don't think I even want to attempt that. So I'm so happy there was no trophies attached to difficulty levels. Nice. So, yes, you did great. God of War with that. So I finally got the platinum and it was titled Father and Son. And uh, what else? Uh, this week, I didn't do much of anything this week, did I? Uh, I have a friend of mine, she started playing Until Dawn. Uh, I've been watching that last night. Still, best game in 2015. God, Strong work. 2015? I'll yeah, finish that someday. I'm like eight hours in. <laughs> I still haven't finished that fucking game. <laughs> I'm so bad at finishing games. I get it. So far, uh, they have killed off two people. Good job. And also, if you were... You played all the way through, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you remember when um when was it Mike and Jess, the two people that that, that went off into the cabin by themselves? Yeah. You uh, depending upon your actions before uh, before she gets taken away, she will have less clothing depending upon how seductive you are. Huh? I had no idea. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't know. lost I her and par- she still had her jacket on. <laughs> apparently, not very seductive at all. Oh, she oh she had her jacket and everything. Yeah. yeah. I, when I played through it, she was in her bra and panties. I, I wasn't trying anything. I was like, I didn't know about like you know anything about that until after the fact. <laughs> my my technique is great, apparently. Yeah, apparently, uh, it's probably a bad idea to scare her with that gas mask on the way to the cabin because then she will uh, fall into some icy water. And I don't oh, think uh, hypothermia makes you feel sexy. <laughs> probably sure? not. Are you sure? It depends on the movie. I want to know you're you're up in the cold north, Naki. You tell me. I'll I'll check it out. I'll let you know. Yeah, thank you. Um. Oh yes, last night went to go see um. Whose line is it anyway? It was doing a thing in High Point. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I went to Colin? go see that. I love Colin. No, was Colin on? was not there. Uh, he was he was not scheduled to be there. Um, then Ryan Great. Styles, yeah, Greg Proops was there. Uh, Ryan Styles was yes. supposed was supposed to be there, but he apparently caught out sick. And so apparently I had to make a call, and I was so happy this person came. Dave Foley. Oh, nice. nice. Really? I was like, I grew up with kids in the hall. I wanted to yell, Sky High was underrated. Oh, you should have, because it's <laughs> Sky High is the thing I know him from the most <laughs> until like, I started watching news radio. Kids in the <laughs> I never watched Kids in the Hall. Uh, kids in the Hall, man. That was, that was my jam. I love that show. So Mr. Heavyfoot. Oh. Uh, that's just the one that keeps the reoccurring here that popped in my head. Sorry, I'm, remin- I'm reminiscing. Uh, <laughs> I will say the seats where we were were fucking terrible because my knee is still kind of fucked up and there was no leg space. I mean, literally, it was maybe about, mm. I'm not even sure if a 
foot is enough legs uh, is even saying what how much leg space and my knee is not liking to be bent right now so that was very painful to the pain just said you know what you've had enough i'm just gonna stop giving you pain for like 20 minutes into the show finally the pain stopped oh yeah but yeah fuck those balcony seats <laughs> but they're so cheap oh I just, I just know they were very yeah, high point theater. You need to do something about that fucking bullshit. You heard it here from one Willie Nelson. Yeah, yeah high point theater. You about your bullshit. Suck. <laughs> get your shit together. Put it all in a bag and get, <laughs> get your shit together. Thank you. All right, <laughs> next. So, uh, Naki, why don't you wrap things up for us? What have you been getting into, yeah. and why don't you share a little bit of news with us that you were going to share? Um, news of the week's over, Chris. What are you talking about? Magic. God damn it. It's not news of the week. It's knocky news. No, knocky uh, news. This is a new segment. So, so, uh, my uh, my news is that I am taking a bit of a break from uh, from ATGN. I Boo! Will be- Boo! I will be gone for the summer. I will be back in September. Um, just life is a little bit crazy right now. I got to take care of some stuff. So uh, the boys will be holding the show down. Uh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure I will come back to fire and brimstone. <laughs> um, but, you know, you guys did fine without me. It's fine. You know, I'll be fine. Sorry. Oh, it's going to be the ATGN Summer Sausage Fest. Yeah, basically. It's going to be you, it's all sausages all the time. There's no clam in this for, uh, for, in this <laughs> for this uh For this summer. Um, I apologize, but I'll be back. And then... On top of that, I did see Infinity War. It did not give me the same feelings that Ragnarok or Black Panther did. I did enjoy it. Um, the problem that I run into is the same problem that I have with comic books, which is why I don't read the big two comic books anymore, is that there's no actual ending. We know that everything's going to be fine in the end. It might be with different cast. It might be whatever. But I, I, I just... It's the same, it's the same problem where there's no, where there's no definitive end and therefore... I'm feeling left unsatisfied because there's no satisfying ending. Um, it's the same problem that we had with the last Jedi. It's the same problem that, cause it's just, it's stuff that we know that's going to keep going because it's making them too much money to not keep going. So it, it's a time where I miss the time before the internet, where we knew everything with the news, like right away and constantly and keeping these, these like money updates and all this stuff. Cause it's like, yeah, we know that this is going to come back. Like, you know, that this is going to keep going, you know, that, you know, whatever. So um that that's the problem that i had with infinity war i did enjoy it i thought it was a good time i had a lot of feelings not the same type of feelings as black panther and ragnarok but i still had a lot of feelings um i did also um yeah so that's i think that's it for me um i'll see y'all in september this is my last show for a little bit you can keep in contact with me in the same ways that you keep in contact with me which is like instagram so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, don't Still worry, Naki back. will be back in the short term though. We're probably gonna be a little bit better about opening up our guest seats for folks. So if you want to come on the show or you know folks that would, put them in contact with us and we'll have some we'll have the summer series of guests or something like that. There you go. There we go. But you know, but you, you guys did hear it. You guys heard this here, right? New Naki is one. No, oh, no. No. Because I'll be back, you pain in the ass. New Nazi has one. <laughs> like Highlander, there will be only one. All right. So if you call Willie oh. Naki while I'm gone, do me a favor and at least buy him a wig. I mean, I know my <laughs> hair is like, so I cut off all my hair. That's something that's new. I cut all off of all it? my hair. No, I've got, I've got short hair going. I'll say um, a to me. That's not all of it. I cut my hair down. How's that? I no. cut it down. And uh, so if you give, if you give Willie a short black wig, uh, and let him, you can call himself Naki, but he has to wear the wig every time. Or he go. could just you take got... his random beard hair he's saving on his bookshelf and put it on his head. Oh, it, it, oh I can go grab it right <laughs> quick. No, don't don't uh, actually you, do that. You heard it here. Naki gave consent for people to call me Naki. As long as you wear the wig, you have to have the wig on, and it has to be a full wig. My hair, I do have hair all over my head. All right, you heard it here. So Willie's going to get a wig, and we're going to call him Naki. Oh wait, here we go. That's not enough hair. Creepy, 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 so, so creepy. That's not enough hair, Willie. That beard hair is not enough hair. No, I have more <laughs> hair than that. <laughs> okay, but it's pretty damn funny still. <laughs> this is so creepy. I didn't dispute that, though. It's creepy, but... uh. <laughs> 
I mean, compared to what I did have. <laughs> so, Naki, in all seriousness, enjoy your break. We are looking forward to having you back with us. We will try and hold down the fort and not ruin everything too much while you're gone. I mean, Willie's got a dead animal in his head. It's oh god, Willie. It's not <laughs> enough hair, but still. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to miss you guys. I'll be, but I'll be back. I'll be back. Awesome with a mohawk. Oh, and don't worry, we'll still be randomly hitting you up with hangouts messages because that's how we roll. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I knew. I, that's I, true. I told. I told you, I'm perfectly available there. I just can't. I need my Sunday mornings for a little bit. No, we get that, and looking forward to having you back. So, guys, feel free to annoy Naki on Instagram to keep in touch with her. It's true. You can find me under Nick Nack Naki N I K N A K N A K I. There you go. So go annoy Naki on the Instagrams. Uh, I guess we're gonna yeah. start wrapping things up. You guys have any final thoughts as we shut down this show for the week? I can say I can chip you my hair, Naki. That makes oh. you feel better. No, thank you. Yeah. I'm good. Dun dun dun. This translates really well to the audio. <laughs> Hair is coming to you, Naki. Uh, see y'all in September. The audio listeners need to check out my Instagram so they can see King Shark. And what's your Instagram? Just get the plug in. At Bachman Anthony. There you go. He, is, he is beautiful. Funk Foundry did a hell of a job. I'm going to need a bigger box for this hair. Oh. I need a bigger boat. I don't well, want it. I don't think anyone does. Remember, Naki, don't, don't get it wet and don't feed it after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we're going to shut this stream down. Thank you so much, everyone, who did join us. If you want a guest, let us know, and Naki will see you here in a few months. Bye, everyone. See you in September. Shut that shit down. Dude, Naki forever. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us, atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com, on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com.